And welcome in to In-Game Chats for Saturday, November 4th, 2023. It is Season 17, Episode 37. I'm Scott. And I'm RJ. And welcome to the show, everybody. Welcome in. If you'd like to get in touch with us, our phone number is 334-272-9228. You can check out In-Game Chat. Uh, net for all the links to get in touch with us. You can find us on Twitter at Endgame Chat. You can also find us on Facebook there as well. Email us everyone at endgamechat.net. Uh, Streaming right now on the uh, on the Twitchy. Go to twitch.tv and you can search for Endgame Chat. You'll be able to find us there and join in the chat room live while we broadcast. You can also join us on Discord if you want to do that as well. Uh, that is available to you also. So there you go. And yes, I am going to do the, the clappy thing uh, here in just a moment. We do this. And there we go. Done. All right. <clears throat> Set that over there. <clears throat> so, welcome into the show. And uh, welcome back, RJ. How was, how was the trip? Trip was good. Uh, the event was good too. Um, had a lot of uh, good times with uh, some folks out there that we've been going to AWA with for the past 16, 17 years out there. Yeah, yeah had a good, had a grand old time, man. Um, we went to the usual. We went to the meat faucet as always. Had a good about twenty two folks out there. I heard um, they changing the date for the next one. Uh, they changed the date and the location and the location. The yeah, yeah, they're going to the uh, GWCC next year. Problem is. They've decided on middle of December, I believe. Right, yeah, mistaken, they changed. The yeah. middle of December is going to be the next one. And cons that close to holidays, like they only had two choices with the building. They could have gone to middle of December or middle of uh, no- November. So pick your poison, Christmas mm-hmm. or Thanksgiving, which yeah. one you want. Either one, it's not, it's not, to me, it's not good to go to a con like that close to a, a holiday. Because yeah. one, you're going to use your vacation days. Your, your finances won't be in order for, for that one. Um, so, yeah, it's going to be um, some lo- some uh, rearranging we'd have to do for the next time out. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Wow. Yeah. So, yeah. But other than that, um, like I said, Meat Faucet. <laughs> That's the holiday of the trip, man. Meat Faucet. Yeah. Go, uh, going to uh, Fogo de Chao. Yeah. Uh, Brazilian Steakhouse. Good well, time. Good. Did you get to play anything? Did you, did you do anything? We, uh, we went to the uh, game room there. Uh, the host there had a whole bunch of um, uh, things set up. Arcade games, uh, actually. So I got to play a lot of uh, uh, Maximum Tune, uh, Wangin Midnight. So I got some uh, data on my card. I was able to get there to build up my stats on there yeah. for free because everything was on free play. So we were there all 
all day uh, building up our stats. Me and like four of the folks that I that I know that we, we play the game as well. So we were doing that for the old t- entire time. I saw the um, Captain Subasa uh, striker um, soccer a soccer uh, anime themed soccer game. Yeah, saw that out there. Kind of um, basically like an old um, arcade title called Punk Shot back in the day. I know what basically you're talking about. Fight basketball and fighting. Mm-hmm. Pretty much the same thing in this one. It just uh soccer with a lot of really hard illegal body checks and things right. going on with special moves attached like so, nfl blitz but with soccer yeah pretty much pretty much pretty much like that um a whole bunch of other things going on there um so yeah it was overall a pretty good experience all the costumes all the things like that and now we're just trying to figure out the uh logistics of getting to the next one if we if we'd be going to the next one yeah. um seeing how things turn out there but it's a play by ear, see what happens, and uh, plan as we go type right. of thing. So we'll see what happens. But yeah, got it. Mm-hmm. Uh, Do you play anything? I mean, I know you played stuff out there, but have you played anything before? After since you've been back, uh, more than usual. But I did try to play a little bit of Street Fighter Six. Okay. I did try to play some of that. Uh, it's been long enough. It's been too long since I picked up the thing to start actually going, getting into the actual game itself instead of World Tour mode. So I decided to get out of get out of World Tour and start playing the game. Uh, the actual game itself, and I've got a, pretty much a lot to learn through the uh, through the uh, to the system and everything. Yeah, trying to get the um, get everything down. I tried to go with uh, DJ because it's the only character I've had history with him and Guile, and everyone else not. I don't have a lot of history with playing, so I'll just start with him first. So I went to practice mode, tried to do some things, and I was catching ten levels of hell trying to get that second, get the timing down. Rusty. You're no, just... and Rusty, it was. I know exactly what to do. It's just the timing of it. Yeah. See, his special um, headline uh, sub- headline Sabat Festival is a level. It's a level two super where you have to input the command to start it. That's simple enough. Double fireball motion with uh, with one of any of the punch buttons. It'll, it'll start it up. Fine, right? The thing is, do you have a, to continue to press during a, the it's animation? Six, but it's a six button timing Oof. that you have to hit Oof. after you input the spec. Do all the characters special. have this? No. Well, just him so far that I know of. Oh God! But yeah, it's a it's a six button input. It's the same pattern: light right. light punch, medium punch, hard timing. punch. Yeah, and then a light kick, a medium kick, hard kick, in the right timing. Um, Visual cues to tell you when to go. What's the I deal? Believe, or I is believe it, it is. Uh, or is it like a, a uh, like something you count in your head, like one, two, three? You could do that. One, but there's two, a visual three. cue. There's a visual cue on the on the screen. According to the research I've done, it's like there's a yellow splash uh, on the impact of the hit. And when it maxes out to the biggest, uh, biggest uh, display of the screen, that's when you hit the button. But it's so fast on my, on my eyes anyway. Yeah. I keep missing things. So now I can't go off the visuals. I have to go on timing. So I've been in the training room trying to time the proper uh, button hits to get that combo off completely because it does a ton of damage when you do it right. Mm-hmm. If you don't, you get the uh, low-rise uh, festival, which doesn't do too much damage but decent enough, especially if you put it at the end of a combo. But uh, the uh, level t- uh, level two that's at starts with medium punch and um, heavy punch. I think it's called um, head headliner and uh, some uh, whatever it is. The level the level two one. I'll just call it the level two one. There's yeah. level one, level two, and level three version of it. So level two and three does uh, a good bit of damage, but you have to get your timing perfectly to get those to get those out. The level one is okay. It doesn't do as much damage, but it's more forgiving in the timing that you do to have to hit the buttons. So I've been trying to figure that out, and it's been uh, it's been a struggle so far. I imagine, yeah. So it sounds it's, it's like prob- it would be. You know, it's probably easier on um, modern controls, but I I still want to stick with classic 
uh, six button six yeah. button layout. I want to stick with that. See if I, see if I can at least do it that way. So, um, what are you playing on? I'm playing on a I'm playing on a uh, pad for right now. But when I get into it, really, I'm going to get my uh, stick. That's what I was wondering. On there. I was wondering. So I'm going to get the get the stick and do it because uh, do it that way. Your controls, for one thing, your controls, you know, <laughs> determine your mental memory of things. But you you also have the controller memory. So in other words. The button layout on a pad, yeah, is going to be different than the button layout that you're going to be playing with a stick, mm-hmm. especially if you're needing those six buttons like they are normally configured mm-hmm. on an arcade cabinet. Yeah, you're going to have that. The timing would be better, right? Or you would be better at the timing, perhaps. Well, the thing is, though, I've played mostly all my fighting games on that pad, but okay. except with the exception, with the exception of Street Fighter, Street Fighter. I exclusively play on the stick, stick yeah. because it has the six button layout that I've been playing for twenty plus that years. You've known yeah, forever, yeah. yeah, for twenty plus years, yeah. So everything else I play on um, on pad. Now I can play on um, stick for my other fighters, but it's just have to be a, just a matter of uh, changing the configuration to get it just the way I want it to be. Because pads on the other fighters, I use the um, triggers. And not the buttons, but it's just like I said, it's the configuration yeah. that I get on the pad that I can do on the stick as well. But it's just easier to do it on the pad with the other games, except for Street Fighter, which Street I do Fighter. on the uh, six button layout on, on the uh, joystick. Yeah, mm-hmm. makes sense. Yeah. Play anything else? Uh, that's pretty much it. Yeah, that's more, it? like I said, more the same except uh, for Street Fighter Six. Yeah, yeah. Uh, let's see. Um, what did I play? I, I played uh, Cyberpunk. A little bit more of Cyberpunk. Mm-hmm. Um, played a game called Rail Railgrade, I think is what it's called. Went through a tutorial type thing on Railgrade. It's basically you building a railroad mm-hmm. to provide um the uh, the what am I trying to say here? Supplies, the supplies, yeah. material. Okay, like okay, there's a place that distributes energy, but it only distributes energy if you bring it oil and water. You know, so mm-hmm. you got to go to your oil depots and fill up the tr- fill up that. Get your water depots, fill that up, take it there. It does energy. Then you have to make a train that loads the energy and takes it to where it needs to go. Uh, all of those things. So you're basically just building trains. You have this mm-hmm. much money, and you have to figure out how to get these supplies to this place, and then the output of that place to where it needs to go. So basically resource management and building? Basically is exactly what it is. Resource management and building. In a very simplistic term, um, you have to do that. Is this like a, a toned-down city builder type thing? Yeah, you could kind of say that. Yeah. It reminds me, there was a, there's a game I'm still looking into and, and will likely pick up uh, eventually called Station to Station. Mm-hmm. And it is basically the same thing, uh, but on a much more... Uh, it's got a pixelated type view towards it, or, or a voxel type view, um, built with with cubes and voxels and things like that. It's a really really nice looking game, uh, but it's basically the same thing. You build a train that picks up supplies from one place, takes it to another place, and that's all you really got to do. Um, but you only have a certain amount of money, and the faster you can do it, the better your rank is. So I mean, they got a clock ticking. So if you can do it within fifteen minutes, you get an S rank can do it within 13 or if you can do it within uh 17 minutes you get an a rank b rank yeah. c rank it goes down from there so um 
there was there was that aspect to it uh, for rail for rail grade rail rail guard rail grade I think it's rail grade mm-hmm. I don't remember anyway uh, I played a little bit of that just enough and I played inscription um, inscriptions like a at first I thought it was like a horror card game but so far the horror hasn't kicked in yet <laughs> uh, it's got aspects of oh man why. Well, it's a card battler, basically. I'm trying to see how you would implement horror in a card uh-huh. type of game, right? Unless, unless, unless jump scares. That's all I can think of. Yeah, I mean, there, there. So far, I haven't run across any jump scares. Mm-hmm. I have run across enough tension to make you think that there are jump scares. Mm-hmm. Um, there is a lot of questions of like, what's going on here? What is what is this? Did you ever play Pony Island? No, I haven't played that. I know. Sounds a little weird. And it plays a little strange until it starts to, the meta starts to catch up with itself. Mm-hmm. And you start to see little cracks in the facade, which, are you, which you're meant to see. You know, it's supposed to meant to, it's, it's meant to kind of be like this sub-layer of, hey, wait a second, there's more to this. Oh, than, like um, Literature Club. Doki Doki Literature Club. You think it's no a, idea. Uh, you're, play, you're playing a game. You're playing a game. You think it's the run-of-the-mill uh, visual novel, and all of a sudden you start to notice, hey, there's something wrong here. And then the uh, like the dialogue changes, and then the people start changing, and then the game itself starts acting up, and it's mm-hmm. like, wait a minute, what am I playing? Yeah, that type of thing. Not to, I don't want. I don't want to spoil anything. Um, but there is a meta component to this game mm-hmm. that opened up to me just today uh, and I still don't know what happens like next with what it is uh, and that meta component is is live action um, with what it is so I'll just say that I, I, the game's been out for a long time and I don't want to ruin it for anybody else mm-hmm. who may not have played it um, but it's got a little bit of the you know tears in the curtain so you can kind of see what's behind it type of thing mm-hmm. meant for you to see that meant for you to question it meant for you to continue on and kind of like what is this so it's the style pony island was the same way um pony island is this <clears throat> facade of a fairly to the point almost children's title but that gets really really flipped on its head the more you play it the further in you go mm-hmm. Um, there was another game, and maybe it was Pony Island. I can't remember, but there, and maybe it was Pony Island. But there was a game that had, um, on one layer, it was this platformer that you got through, and this really hard puzzler where the game was talking back to you in a way that made you consider it being you know as a live type of thing like it's watching your movements it knows what you're doing Mm. and it's going to guess what you're going to be doing next type of thing it was very 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 meta as is what it is anyway oddly enough the same people that made pony island the same people that made inscription Mm. or encryption inscription inscription i think it's inscription um same group so uh that's that's kind of what you can expect uh for that what else did I play? Anything else? No, not really. I think that's... God, I feel like I have, but... No Marvel a, Snap? 
Uh, yeah, you know, doing my Snap stuff. Uh, snap, Monopoly Go, that sort of thing. Mm-hmm. I will say uh, there's some new games added to Game Pass that I may want to try. Uh, one of them I played a demo on Steam with. Josant, I think is what it is. J-O-U-S-A-N-T. Or okay. J-O-S-A-N-T, Josant, or something like that. Very, um, it's a climber puzzler type thing. Hmm. And I really enjoyed the demo that I played. This was back in the summer. Yeah. It is now out, and it's on Game Pass. So I may give that one a go. I kind of want to see what is available on Game Pass, because I played a bunch of demos during Steam Next Fest, both during the summer and then the one they recently just did. And I'm curious if any of those games ended up on Game Pass. And I haven't looked at Game Pass in a while, so uh, I'll probably take a peek in there to see and uh, see if it's working. Hmm. Or see if there's anything there that kind of reaches out to me that I kind of want to play. So, I don't know. Still haven't picked up Spider-Man. I still haven't... uh, uh, Jusant. Yeah. How's it spelled? J-U-S-A-N-T. J-U-S-A-N-T. Yeah, Jusant. Okay. Um, so yeah, I'm kind of curious what's what's there on Game Pass for me to for me to check out on the console side of things. That's every month, new sub new everything's new. Uh, new every uh, month yeah, or? it comes in and it, it comes and goes monthly, and I don't know exactly when the date is. I know it's not like the first of the month that things switch out, leave. Mm-hmm. Uh, there are things that switch out and leave, but it happens throughout the month. Mm-hmm. It's okay. like this week we're this week this is going away and this is coming in. Then next week this is going away, this is coming in. So it's a it's a fairly heavy rotation of things leaving and also things uh, coming on board. Okay. And of course, they've got the whole Activision deal, which that's going to open floodgates next year mm-hmm. whenever all of those titles will be available on Game Pass as well. So we had a lot of news to get into and uh, a lot of, I don't know, your, I guess, calls if people call in. 272-9228 is the number uh, to give us a call. Already did the clap thing. Schrode's cat uh, did the clapper earlier. Took care of that. I can do it again. There we go. <laughs> Some noise. <laughs> I know. That's all you need. You just need... All I'm looking for is there is a blip on the uh, on the audio file. There's a, there's a hard spike. Mm-hmm. That's all I'm looking for. So I look for that. Match it up. There you go. We've got it. So, yeah, a lot of Destiny news, or at least Bungie news, mm-hmm. that came out this week. Kind of shook some things up, and... Um, I'm not. I'm not going to go bleak on it and say, "Oh, it's looking bad for Bungie." There's a lot of people who are kind of looking bleak on it, and it's not necessarily a situation where I'm going to defend them on the whole thing. But do I think they're in trouble? No, <laughs> they're massively. They're owned by Sony now. I I think that they're. I think they're fine. I think they have some management issues they need to take care of. But uh, are, do I think they're going to? just go under or something no not at all do i think sony's gonna gut them and do something with them not anytime soon um but yeah it doesn't it's not as doom as doom and gloom to me it sucks all the way around because there were people fired but it's uh it's not as doom and gloom to me as as i read on forums i will say that Mm-hmm. Uh, and I know you're like, why do you care about Bungie? You know, they 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 banned you from the game and blah blah blah. It's like, well, I, I mean, there's I can play other games of theirs. Mm-hmm. It's you know, it's just Destiny. So curious to see what they're going to do next, how they're going to do it, how it's going to be. Um, I am ever so curious about how Destiny is going to finish and, and wrap up. 
Am I curious in the sense that I'm like, oh, I really want to play it? No, I'm fine on that. But I am kind of curious as to how that's going to come to a completion because they've already uh, they've already delayed the release of the final shape. Yeah, that's been pushed into summer of next year. Mm-hmm. It may get pushed further. I don't know. But uh, we'll go over some of that coming up a little bit later on. Got music here from, well, October's over, so the spooky music is gone now. We're back to trying to find games that released recently and what music we're going to play for. Uh, Assassin's Creed Mirage coming up first. Released back in October, the early part of October, Assassin's Creed Mirage. Not really to big fanfare. It was released. It was okay. And... uh, I'm sure they're fine with it. I have no idea what they're going to look at next. Apparently, the game was supposed to be uh, DLC for Valhalla. But hmm. they decided to... Back to in-game chat. Uh, that is music from uh, Wargroove 2. The main theme to Wargroove 2. I have no idea if that sounds anything like Wargroove 1 or not. Never played either of them. Welcome back to the show. Uh, had uh, For those of you who were watching the stream, uh, the Twitch stream had an issue here. Our OBS, which is our software that... Um, sends out the video and the audio and all of that stuff crashed on us no idea why lasted almost through that full segment if i just shut up and gone into the commercial break it would have crashed then instead of right in the middle so i don't know how this is going to work out for editing purposes i don't know if we've completely lost that first half if it's gone um no idea. So uh, we can only hope. We'll have to wait and see. Uh, I guess I could look at some stuff, but I'm afraid it'll crash again if I try to. So I'm just going to leave it alone. As long as it's working, I'm going to leave it alone. Uh, by the way, in case it is in case we did, I'm going to need to do this again. <laughs> just in case. Two claps in one shot. I mean, and, you yeah. know. Ugh. Love technology. Sometimes. All right. Uh, oh, God, let me tell you. So let's jump into it uh, and see what we got for news. Some stuff we didn't hit last week was that uh, Spider-Man 2 is now the definitive technical showpiece of the PlayStation 5. Um, I would guess, I would imagine that's because of, uh, watch any of the performance videos for that game. It looks great. Uh, it's fantastic. They have completely um, the settings that they had in the first game or in the remaster of the first game that came out on PS5 and the Miles Morales expansion mm-hmm. that was released back during the launch of the PS5. Um, you had a performance mode and you had a fidelity mode. So it's like if you want it to run at 60 frames per second, here's, you know, we're going to drop a bunch of, uh, you know, bells and whistles. But if you want it to look really good, it's going to run at 30, but it's going to have all this stuff turned on with it. So for this one, 
they're back to that again. You've got your 30 frames per second mode and your 60. Your 60 uh, runs, I can't remember what the resolution is. It's above 180, but it's not 4K. Um, but if you want to run in the you know, fidelity mode, you're going to get the 30 frames per second running at 4K. Uh, the difference between Spider-Man 2 and the Miles Morales one, as far as that was concerned, as far as the quality is concerned, is that uh, they turned on RTX, ray tracing, which helps with reflections, uh, window reflections, uh, puddle reflect, anything that has reflections. Mm-hmm. It gives you real-time reflections. Um, Sun glare? Kind of like that. Yeah, exactly. Mm-hmm. In other words, in, in fact, they, the, the, the Digital Foundry does a really good thing on how um, the window of a skyscraper will not only have the reflection of Spider-Man on it, but will also have the reflection of whatever is behind him. Mm-hmm. In other words, if you put two of their, I mean, it's New York, so two buildings pretty close together. The uh, reflection on that window will, will have the reflection of the window across, but also will do whatever reflections do when they're both pointed at each other mm-hmm. and have like a reflection within a reflection. Mm-hmm. So it really goes... And, and it's a small, stupid little detail that likely you're not going to come ap- across while you're really kind of getting into the game. You're not going to sit there and pay attention. It will hit you at times. There'll be really cool times where you see the side of a car that you swing past or run past, and you'll see a reflection in it as you go past there. And not just some kind of static shock, uh, shot of a reflection, um, as most things do. I've often, in Destiny, uh, I remember guns that had scopes Mm -hmm. when you weren't aiming down scope there's a reflection on that scope and a lot of the times i was always curious i was like let's see what kind of reflection it's getting here is this pulling from my thing and it's not it's not pulling from the area that you're in but it is it's not putting in pulling in the detail from specifically the area that you're in Mm -hmm. if i fly over to I, i think venus is vaulted but if i was on venus or mars then it has a generic Mars backdrop that goes into the scope lens yeah. that moves when you move. So, I mean, when you rotate around, it rotates on the scope as well, but it's still some static image that is just kind of that they've just put in there to move. Whereas when you get up to these really, really good reflection surface things, it is the reflection of whatever's in the sky behind you mm-hmm. type of thing. So, anyway, really, really cool. But, uh, yeah, so it is apparently really, really cool as far as the uh, PlayStation 5 definitive technical showpiece. It is also the fastest-selling PlayStation Studios game ever, uh, Spider-Man 2 is. And I still haven't jumped on that bandwagon just yet. Uh, And then what else did we have? Squadron 42 is the single-player component of Star Citizen, which has been in development for quite a long time now and has quite a lot of money for that development process. So, Star Citizen shaping up to be a pretty big game. Like, big, big game type thing. Um, Maybe, being the Starfield we... not necessarily were promised, but the Starfield we were hoping to get, I suppose... Starfield, uh, the, the the opinion on Starfield has kind of turned a little bit. Uh, if you go to the Steam store and look up the reviews, it's dropped 
too mixed, I think. Um, I don't know. I haven't been there in a while. Uh, yeah. They did add some stuff recently uh, with updates and everything, but I don't know. Are you looking it up now? Yeah, I'm looking it up now. I'm checking myself. Just because I'm curious if... Uh... Oh, boy, I wish this was easier to do. So it just was a not what we were expecting type thing? Uh, I think so. I think it's in some way, maybe. Mostly positive. Mostly positive. Okay. Um, oh, well, okay. Recent reviews show Recent mixed. Recent reviews mixed. Overall reviews mostly positive. Right. Out mostly of 73,000 plus reviews. Mm-hmm. Yeah, like I said, it seems to be taking a turn on there. Yeah, like you said, recent. The re- out of the recent, like you said, it's mixed. Yeah, so yeah. lately. So, and I don't know what really caused that. I haven't looked. Uh, if you go down and look at some of the reviews, you would probably see... Um, you can probably see what some of the people are saying about it. Yeah. And and maybe why it is what it is there. So that covers what I didn't get to last week. And I see we got Chris in the Discord. Mm-hmm. So let's go talk to him real quick and see if I can yeah, do this right. Hey, Chris, you there? Hey. There you are. Okay. What's, What's up? been going on? Not much. Ooh. Got uh, we got we got uh, RJ back here. What's going on with you? Anything? Well, just been watching a bunch of anime and stuff on uh, the streaming app, the uh, Crunchyroll, and that's pretty much it. That's all I've been doing throughout the whole week. About <laughs> <laughs> man, must be nice. Just come home, watch anime, go to sleep. Yeah, got caught up in several different series, and one of the ones that's pretty interesting I've been watching is called Doctor Stone. Never heard of it. I think I've heard of a little uh, little adventure series, yeah. Basically, some phenomenon petrifies everybody on the entire Earth, and the main scientists and several of the characters wake up about thirty seven hundred years later in the future. And you know, it's you know Stone Age times, and he's an egghead and and knows best about everything. And he's recreating all these scientific marvels in the Stone Age from his knowledge and memory you know things that he knows of uh science yeah so it sounds like it's just like an isekai through uh sleep yeah but yeah. it's it's very entertaining and very fun and i think there's like three seasons to it i'm beginning on the very uh first of the third season so i've been enthralled uh watching it they binge watching it yep yeah, it has a, we had some uh, we had some folks who. Um, Sorry, you can't just got back a, from an yeah. anime convention. So yeah. yeah, so yeah, we got some folks uh, who talked about it, dressed up like dressed up for it. Had them uh, had them in the shops and things like that. So yeah, yeah, had a uh, had a bunch of a uh, series like that. You there, Chris? Yeah, I'm here. I'm okay. Just... Yeah, AC Wraith says that Doctor Stone is still good in the current season. So you got that to look forward to. Yeah, at least we had that because we had some that just uh, had like multiple seasons. The first season was good, then all of a sudden, um, you could tell the funding the funding was cut. The writers were let go, and mm. the story just disintegrated. I've seen that happen before too. It's like uh, um, the third season was just uh, for some series I've seen the third season was just like um, bare bones uh, yeah. staff at that point. So yeah. So at least you still got a good uh, good three seasons out of one. Yep, and then finding different other series that I've bookmarked that 
looks interesting, you know, and just start going through and just watch everything that they have on the in the series so far. Mm-hmm. So Crunchyroll is like basically Netflix for anime. Yeah, it really is. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah, it's just pure anime. Okay. Yeah. Well, all right, Chris, it's good to hear from you again. Uh, anything else before we go? Well, I've been playing that uh, Chinese role-playing game for a minute, you know, for, for a little bit here over the weekend. But, yeah, throughout the week, I've just been watching the Crunchyroll anime and the different stuff on that and really hadn't touched no gaming whatsoever. Just just chilling and just watching stuff on, on, on that app. Not a problem with that at all, man. All right, well, we'll talk to y'all later then. All right, dude. Hey, you have to do it now. All right, bye. Mm-hmm. Watching the Crunchyroll. Uh, yep. So we finished up our, our news for what I didn't get to last week. Squadron 42, by the way, there's a whole, it's like a 30-minute trailer for that thing. And I'm not kidding, 30-minute trailer. <laughs> At some point, you stop calling a trailer. It's a short. Basically. It could yeah. be, it, it may not even be 30 minutes. It may, but it's, 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 it's too long to be a trailer. It's a very, yeah, exactly. It's a short now. I mean, I'm yeah. going, I'm going to the video now just to, so I can tell you how yeah, long put, Yeah, it put is. that in the, uh, it's the, 26 minutes. Yeah, put that in the poll. How, how long is, how long is, uh, uh, how long before a trailer stops being a trailer? Right. The five minute mark, the 10 minute mark? No, no. Um, trailer should be like three minutes at the most. Mm-hmm. You should not even. You should be nowhere near five minutes on a trailer. Three, three and a half. That's about it. I worked in. I worked at the movie theater a long time. Adding, I'm thinking, I'm thinking about trailers that 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 debut like during the Super Bowl or the World Series or some major. Sporting you get event. like sixty seconds, man. With major if you're, trailers, if, you, if you're talking that? Super Bowl, you get sixty to ninety. They don't give you more than that. 90, 90 seconds is a... Yeah, a minute and a half. Good, yeah, good yeah, enough then. That's good. Usually teasers are around 60 seconds to a minute 15, something like that. Teasers can be any length. It just mm-hmm. depends on what they show. Because if a teaser is, you know, two minutes of text on the screen saying from the creators of this or from the blah, blah, blah of that starring so-and-so and so-and-so gives you nothing with, the, with, the, with what the film is. So, mm-hmm. yeah. Tra- teasers can be long, but I mean, regardless, either of those trailers should not exceed five minutes. Shouldn't even get close to five minutes. Yeah. Then you're just a commercial. You know, then you're just a long form ad. Okay. Rather than being an actual trailer, but I don't. I say that. I'm just, just okay. that was the thing when we were attaching things to. Uh, we'd get mandated. Movies would come in, and you'd open up the film canisters, and it's like, hey. This movie already comes attached with such and such trailer, and by order of studio, you have to add three more of our trailers to the beginning of this thing. Mm. And then, you know, then you've got the movie theater itself saying you need to add two trailers to whatever's already in there. And then that's why I remember, I can't remember the movie it was. I want to say it was the South Park film. Yeah. It was either the South Park film or it was the third Austin Powers. Um, way too many trailers i did the preview for that mm-hmm. that night and it was just trailer after trailer after trailer but they were long they were like three minutes each and there was like five of them so after that was over with and the movie was done um i remember talking to whoever i was talking to about that and they're like yeah we should knock off like one or two of those trailers <laughs> we should cut those it's making it too long 
Yep. So yeah, we cut that back. Yeah, I posted in chat about the uh, yeah. You're right about that. Ninety seconds to how much it costs. Uh, yeah. Yeah. So there it is. Yeah. So I guess yeah. Ninety seconds would be the limit. Yeah. When you're talking about a, a television ad like that, yeah. Yeah. Totally. Yeah. You're going to get that. The only way you get long form now, and especially now, is because of YouTube, because of the internet. Mm-hmm. Um, that's why a lot of your trailers now that are on Super Bowl ads and stuff say, you know, here's 30 seconds of the movie. For the full trailer, go to this link. Mm-hmm. You know, they send you somewhere else to watch the whole thing. Yeah. Do that with their commercials, too. For the full thing, go here. Um, I think you'll start seeing that during uh, video game stuff. Um, the video game awards and e3s you're going to be like here's a little taste yeah. go to this length or go to this link yeah and then watch it i'm saying in game they got the ads in there already don't they oh yeah of course yeah, so of course they do have of course it. uh let's see where were we on the on the subject of of new news oh yeah news we're back in the news i think um Five Nights at Freddy's movie has the second largest video game adaptation debut of all time. What is first? Is that Sonic? No, I'm sorry. Mario. I forgot about Mario. <laughs> I forgot Mario had his own movie recently. So, yeah, he totally gets that one. Yeah. Not, uh, not, held a, not, not a critically uh, approved, but I think... Um, I was watching a channel on YouTube, Double Toasted. They were talking about Five Nights at Freddy's. They gave the movie, it a bad, right? Yeah, the movie. They gave it a bad review, but they... It's got nothing they, but bad reviews. Yeah, but they, what they did say about it was that they respect the fact that Scott Cawthon um, kept it... kept the. Uh, he thought about his audience. He wasn't thinking about mass mm-hmm. approval, which would make them change a whole bunch of stuff about the story. Because the popularity of Five Nights at Freddy's was all about the lore, and what well, except what the fans came up with really, and just got inject, uh, put into the lore. So he kept that movie uh, focused on them, the lore really? and the, the lore and the fans. So the movie because, focuses on the lore uh, more than it uh, does anything it was like, else. Yeah, the the fan, the things about the game itself, they stuck to the game because I think he got an offer from Warner Brothers. This is based on what I saw from a uh, Double Dose that they got a, he got an offer from Warner Brothers uh, uh, to make a movie about it as well, but. The direction was just completely nothing like what the right. game was based on, what it was about. So he he uh, turned it down and finally got a script that he liked, something that stuck to the stuck to the story and yeah. was focused on the fans of the series and not like for like mass appeal. So I mean, well, at least they, but I know they got their their money back. I mean, it was like only twenty million to make, and they got about. Worldwide and domestic, about 130 million, 140 million, something like that. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, they got their money's worth. So, yeah. Oh, yeah. No, I think they did fine. Uh, yeah. I, like I said, it being as successful as it is, regardless of review successful, notwithstanding, because it didn't, it didn't, no. it successfully no. reviewed, no, horribly, but made money. It's and that's so, really, yeah. that's really the only review that the company cares about. Yeah. We, we paid 20 million. We got 130 back. Yeah. Yeah. We're good. We're good. We'll do that again. Yeah, and yeah. The, and the fans of the and the fans of the uh, game liked it enough. So hey, I guess so. Yeah. yeah. So yeah, I haven't really to make that much money. So yeah. yeah. So yeah, the fans of the fans came. I out hit up it, some so, yeah. forums afterwards and and kind of look and see what people are saying to see about like, hey, if you go into it thinking this rather than thinking of this, then you're going to get a lot more out of it, type of thing. Maybe I don't know. Mm-hmm. I don't know. I, I never. 
I know what Five Nights is. You know, I know what five the the mechanic of Five Nights is. I know what that is. Yeah. Um, but I don't know anything about the lore. Mm-hmm. You know, I don't know anything about. Does that lore carry through all the different iterations? Yeah, pretty much. Okay. Uh, it's a bunch of uh, animatronics with the souls of uh, of uh, murdered children mm-hmm. seeking uh, vengeance. Okay. Yeah. All right. So that's pretty much the theme throughout the uh, entire thing. I didn't know if it moved towards more revealing aspects in the story or if it moved towards more of a conclusion in that story or anything like that. In, in well, like I said, a whole bunch of stuff has been uh, like fan-generated, but found its way in there. Yeah. yeah. Well, right. like, I mean, there was a nice little uh, short film on uh, YouTube someone made. A little, uh, I don't know, what was it, stop motion, a 3D animated little thing someone put up with. Um, in, involving all of the uh, animatronics hmm. in there, yeah. Well, it did well, yeah. so you can expect it, them to well do it again. Did well financially, so yeah, yeah. We're also getting a sequel to Lies of P. Already, so, yeah. You bought that, right? You just had played it. I, well, I couldn't find it. Actually, oh, okay. I was in, I was in, uh, I was in Atlanta trying to find it. Uh, no stores, <laughs> no stores had it. Really, the GameStops had it. Nobody, uh, nobody else had it. It was just yeah, huh. So I'll just have to go uh, mail order route. I'll get it eventually. Yeah, they were teasing the DLC, but also said that they're going to release a sequel uh, to Lies of Peak. Mm-hmm. There's another one that I'm glad. Normally your clones don't do well, but uh, that one did very well. Well, I, guess, I think I've said before that when I played the demo, um, Lies of P is like an amalgamated mix of all of the Souls series, the elements of each Souls game thrown into one. Mm-hmm. So uh, take take that take it as we would. I think that's what it, that's what it is. And it's done well so far. Yeah. Doing very well so far. What else do we have? PlayStation Plus is offering Mafia 2 and Aliens Fireteam Elite for November. Plus, what else do we get? The next three games. Subscribers will be able to add Mafia 2 Definitive Edition, Aliens Fireteam Elite, and Dragon Ball The Breakers to their library beginning November the 7th. Um, you've got until the 6th to grab this month's games, or at least Hall- or Halloween, October's games, Callisto Protocol, Farming Simulator 22, and Weird West. I think I put that in the library. I need to check and see. I think I did as well. Mm-hmm. Still, uh, it's still, despite, uh, I think we've mentioned before, no matter what they do, it's not going to match up to uh, what Game Pass is doing. Yeah, game unless passes, unless, you put, unless yeah. you put a significant amount of better titles uh, up for up for grabs, yeah, Game Pass is going nuts. Yep, um, with what they're with what they're offering compared to that, mm-hmm. uh, no, there see. is no comparison, really. So, no. Yeah. And we got some more stuff. We're going to get to those in the next segment. I want to talk about Bungie and the layoffs there. I want to talk about BlizzCon yesterday. Um, I guess we got some time to mention that. Uh, the some email went out to employees at Xbox where they were going to lose their free Game Pass subscription. All employees of Xbox get a free Game Pass subscription. Mm-hmm. Uh, and apparently some memo went out and they said that, no, uh, that's going to stop. Uh, Phil Spencer didn't know about it and he looked into it and got it overturned so they could all keep their Game Pass subscriptions. I figure if you work for him, that's the least you could do, right? Is give us our sixteen dollar a month Game Pass subscription? 
I'm interested to know how that happened. I don't like know. Some, like some new some new uh uh finance dude came in. That's and what saw, I'm wondering. And, I'm saw, like, and looked at the books. Look how said, much money we could save. Save. Well, it's your own stuff. How are you saving money? <laughs> yeah, something like that. It's your own That's stuff. what I'm getting at. That's what I'm getting at. Something like that kept something like Chances that. Chances are if whatever. you take that away from people who weren't paying for it, they're not gonna suddenly start paying for it. Yeah. They lived with it free before you gave it to them. Mm-hmm. They can live with it free after. The way I look at it anyway. Yeah. I, I guess. I, I don't know. Um, yeah, we got to get into the details of that. I want to know how that how that happened. It makes me curious about it, yeah. yeah. As to like, what was the situation, but it's all been fixed now. And then, of course, there was this thing about um, a full-screen Modern Warfare 3 ad on the splash page of your Xbox at startup. And I don't know... Full ad. Yeah. When you turn your machine on, not not going into the game. When you turn the machine on. Let's see. Um, let's see what I've got here. Hang on. Uh, what happened? Activision and Xbox have teamed up to release full screen ads for Modern Warfare Three on the console's homepage. The ad in question pops up when players boot up their Xbox. Mm. A big splash screen comes up. It's all in red. It talks about Modern Warfare 3, Call of Duty. Um, says, fight against the ultimate threat. It then suggests that maybe you buy the game ahead of its release later this month. There's a pre-order button there. Mm-hmm. Um, your three options are buy now, get the Vault Edition upgrade, or exit. So, yeah, it comes up when you boot up your Xbox. So, yeah. Uh. Oh, as a general point, Microsoft deployed similar pop-up ad tactics for both Starfield and Forza Motorsport earlier this year. Um, So this might be the norm. I didn't realize they had done that. Only until this whole thing with Modern Warfare 3 had popped up that I had thought maybe this was the first time they had done it but apparently not apparently not okay apparently not we're gonna go when we come back we're gonna dump we're gonna dump we're gonna dive into the rest of this news blizzcon which is whatever uh also um the the destiny stuff the bungee stuff that is going on lots of links to to talk with about that we got uh music here from a game called my little universe prosperous morning is the name of this track we'll be right back with more of in-game chat right after this
Welcome back in to in-game chat. That is music from Blossom Tales 2. The title screen. I don't know again if this is the same music from Blossom Tales 1. Because I never played either of them. But anyway, welcome back into the show. All right, so uh, earlier this week, some information kind of got out there that um, 8% of Bungie's staff was let go, fired, uh, cut, laid off, all of that. And I'm going to try and see if I can get to where this all started. Um. Bloomberg. Um, oh, gosh. What's his name? He wrote a book. Uh, um, Cheer. Jason Schreier. Schreier. Okay. Schreier. Yeah. Uh, over Bloomberg, he reported that um, the final shape, which is the next expansion, well, the next, uh, yeah, the next expansion from, from Bungie for Destiny, uh, is going to be delayed. Uh, and also that there were an unknown number of staff who had been let go. The reports of the layoff first surfaced earlier on social media. Multiple employees said that they had been let go. I've been laid off from Bungie, said uh, the social media lead. A surreal thing to write as I sit here pondering what went wrong. I'm still processing it all, and while my first instinct is anger, I know that I'd regret what I'd say. Thank you to everyone at Bungie who helped make my last five-plus years the best ever. Um, let's see what else it's frustrating infuriating even to continue seeing people who strap in to do good work losing their financial security due to poor management uh, tweeted somebody else not with who used to work for Bungie uh, who doesn't work for Bungie anymore was not part of this layoff who had quit earlier uh, I think maybe a year or so ago um Cosmo says, today is my worst day at Bungie by far. Absolutely gutted to lose so many talented and amazing teammates. Please show them some love and compassion as each of them contributed to making the game and community great. Um, Pete Parsons says, today is a sad day at Bungie as we say goodbye to colleagues who have all made significant impact on our studio. What these exceptional individuals have contributed to our games and Bungie culture has been enormous and will continue to be a part of of Bungie long into the future. These are truly talented people. If you have openings, I would highly recommend each and every one of them. Um, that's a little... I don't want to say it's misleading. It's not. But none of the people who were laid off care to hear that right now. From yeah. Pete Parsons, the, the the owner, the manager, whatever. The yeah. manager over Bungie. None of them. No, this is not when you do that. Um, it's just... You don't get rid of them and say, hey, these are great people. Please hire them. Like, no, you should have kept them. You should have found a way to keep them on. Yeah. Um, because I don't know, and I'm not sure, but I know the higher-ups, uh, as far as I know, did, didn't look at their pay and say we should cut our pay back so that we can keep these people on or anything mm-hmm. like that. None of that happened that I know of. Um, it says the layoffs are especially noteworthy in light of the fact that less than two years ago, Sony spent $1.2 billion to retain key staff at the studio. Um, That was part of the money that they spent to buy Bungie 
mm-hmm. which I can't remember what the price tag on it was. It was quite a lot, but um, but yeah. The strategic significance of this acquisition lies not only in obtaining the highly successful Destiny franchise as well as major new IP that Bungie is currently developing, but also incorporating it into the Sony group. $3.6 billion. Yeah, $3.6 billion. 1.2 of that was to keep staff on. Mm-hmm. Um, so, yeah, uh, Marathon, which is their extraction shooter that they're working on has been delayed into 2025 now and that's pretty much it on that now it doesn't necessarily stop there though um so then another report a new report by bloomberg details a meeting earlier this month in which studio leadership blamed poor player retention following the Lightfall expansion uh, for revenue going off a cliff. The money Bungie was bringing in was reportedly running 45% below projections. Almost half. 45% below what they had projected for the year. Somebody over-projected. <laughs> you don't have a 45% below projections without really inflating that number to begin with. Who was it that uh, had a reputation for unrealistic expectations? I think it was Square Enix. Square Enix, yeah. Square Enix had unrealistic expectations for all their product, all their uh, projects that they put mm-hmm. out. Yeah. So this, uh, this smells of that. Well, and that was that was kind of the mystery here. The money, let's see, so that's the 40, 45% below. Um, despite an initial spike in concurrent players on Steam, Destiny 2 has struggled in the weeks and months following the release of its cyberpunk-infused Lightfall expansion. Bloomberg reports that the final shape, which Bungie has been hyping up as the climactic conclusion for Destiny 2's current storyline, was getting good but not great feedback internally. As a result, the decision was made to delay it from February of next year to June in order to try to win back players. Marathon, of course, getting delayed into 2025. In the meantime, Bungie ultimately decided to lay off roughly 100 employees, or about 8% of its 1,200 headcount. At first shared by Forbes uh, writer Paul Tassi earlier today, employees are receiving three months of severance and health insurance, while other benefits run out on November 1st. And while bonuses will be prorated for the year, those with shares from the 2022 Sony acquisition that haven't yet vested will lose those shares. Sony also is cutting costs across its studios as well. Um, Oh, yeah, the Pete Parsons tweet... Mm-hmm. Uh, got ratioed, and by that I mean the number of replies to the number of likes. Um, you'll see, you'll hear the term where videos get ratioed, and that is a situation where a massive amount of thumbs down, massive amount of views, but the like portion of those is extremely low compared to how many people have watched it, and the amount of dislikes, you know. Yeah, when I hear ratio, I'm thinking yeah. negative, negative, uh, exactly. negative. Uh, it's exactly what that tweet was. Response. Tons of responses, hardly any likes. Yeah. So, yeah. Um, 
Some commenters call those remarks tone deaf and asking the executive whether he had taken a pay cut before deciding who to lay off. Uh, Bungie has so far declined to comment on the situation. So no. Um, right, exactly. Priorities. Uh, what else do we have? Oh, yeah. So then, so then more people started coming forward as to who was getting, uh, who was getting dropped. The composer for the game, Michael Salvatore, who has done plenty of other video games, but has done a ton of Destiny stuff, also dropped. They also laid off the composer and other composers for the game as well. Um, one of his biggest contributions, or at least his most memorable contribution, contribution was the uh, Deep Stone Lullaby track, which plays during the, uh, I believe it's during the raid um, for... Beyond Light, I think is what it was. The one where Europa was introduced. Mm -hmm. The cold planet and stuff. Yeah, whenever that was introduced, they had a uh, raid for that in Deep Stone Lullaby. Really great track in that one. But yeah, Michael Salvatore was also uh, let go. His his layoff was confirmed by an update to his website, um, where he had a long list of credits that he had done for Bungie over the years, completely washed, you know, completely erased, uh, left with the words gone fishing. Yeah. Um, the brevity of the note suggested to some that Salvatore was angered by the cut, but in a message shared uh, with Forbes, he graciously said that he's merely sorting through my feelings. Many of my good friends were also let go, and I feel awful for them. My heart goes out to everyone who lost their job yesterday. Regarding myself, the overwhelming feeling I have is one of gratitude. Beginning in 97, Bungie provided me the opportunity to contribute music to some of the most amazing games ever made. I've been truly blessed to work with so many awesome creative people over the years. Uh, I truly wish the best for my friends who are still there, and I have no doubt that they will be able to get, they will be able to right the ship. Um, despite Salvatore's warm words, an awful lot of fans are concerned about Bungie's future in the wake of layoffs. Salvatore and Seacrest uh, have been focused on because of the very front-facing impact of their work and the overall Destiny experience. Uh, but the cuts run deep. Impacting writers and editors, social media reps, QA workers, HR reps, and more. Details on the number of employees put out of work hasn't been released, but the layoffs are clearly uh, significant. Um, Their community manager, uh, Liana Rupert, uh, I am now looking for opportunities. I have 21 years of games industry experience in media production and community management. I'm processing. I'm so heartbroken. I don't know what to do from here. This was my home. I feel so lost. Uh, Griffin Bennett. I guess I'm off on my next adventure. If anyone's looking for a social media professional in the gaming industry, hit me up. I was laid off from Bungie today. If anyone is looking for a passionate writer, editor to join their narrative team, please reach out. So, yeah. It just keeps going. Tons of stuff. The salt in the moon was reflected in the response to the layoff confirmation posted on Twitter yesterday by Pete Parsons, who did his best to present himself as an innocent bystander rather than a well-paid, still-employed studio chief. Uh, it's not clear who was ultimately responsible for deciding to make these cuts at Bungie, but Sony has also recently laid off. A lot of, the, uh, a lot of people were wondering if this was coming down from Sony or if this was coming from within Bungie. 
Bungie's executives deserve to be put on full blast for this, one Redditor wrote. They signed themselves over to Sony for a fat check, promised no layoffs, and then double-crossed um, and screwed over, I'll say that, uh, their employees while enjoying that Sony money for themselves. But, of course, they're not going to face any consequences, and it'll just be business as usual. Um, Bloomberg reports there's roughly 100 jobs. These cuts come in the wake of a reported sharp decline in Destiny 2. The studio hasn't commented on reports that the final shape has been delayed, but the expectation is that Salvatore will likely already have completed work on it. More than likely, yeah, the work was already finished. So, um, Then they put out, uh, they did not do a, usually every Thursday they do a This Week in Bungie report. It kind of talks, I say This Week in Bungie, it's now This Week in Destiny. Um because they were going to be releasing Marathon and they had to differentiate. So uh, usually what that is, it's a weekly report on, like, here's where we're at with the game. Here's some of the updates we're working on. Here's what's coming up, you know, next week and what, you know, blah, blah, blah. Here's all these fine-tuning things. They were very, very vocal about, like, here's what we're changing in the game or here's some of the things we've noticed. It was a nice little report for the week of how things are going. Well, they didn't do one this week. Um, Can you respond to those reports? Right, exactly. Well, that's why, yeah. Yeah, Bungie called this week one of the most difficult in its history and its first address to Destiny 2 players since the news broke of mass layoffs and delays at the studios. The statement went on to double down on Bungie's commitment to the upcoming Final Shape expansion, but left many more questions unanswered. Um, Instead of its normal This Week at Bungie blog post, the studio released a brief statement that began by acknowledging the layoffs and friends and colleagues supporting one another, but quickly pivoted to reassuring fans about the future of Destiny 2. We want to acknowledge the feedback and concerns you have uh, about Lightfall and recent seasons, as well as your responses to the reveal of the final shape. We know we have lost a lot of your trust. Destiny needs to surprise and delight. We haven't done this enough, and that's going to change. Bungie said it's working to exceed expectations with the upcoming expansion that sets to conclude 10 years of storytelling in the Destiny universe. Um... While Bungie promised to share more about where Destiny 2 is headed in the months ahead, the blog post did little to address concerns about the health and management of the studio or the frustration with the recent recent layoffs. Um, IGN reported that developers have been begging for necessary changes to Destiny 2 to win players back prior to the cuts and were frustrated that decisions leading to the company's apparent money struggles were out of their hands and that those who were laid off were being punished for a problem they didn't cause. So, yeah. There was more reporting that came out where it basically said that the cuts came from Bungie, not from Sony. Mm-hmm. Um, there was also some internal memos that were sent out saying that we have, uh, you know, we're really sorry about the loss of our, you know, some of our staff and everything else and that sort of thing. Uh, but we have kept the right people on, which is also a really horrible thing to say after letting people go. Mm. Like, we were the wrong people? Your, your composer, who has been with you for that many years? the right people. Right, exactly. Now, I don't, have, I don't have that in front of me to really give you a word-for-word verbatim what was said. Mm-hmm. I, I also don't have it in front of me to, so that I can source it and tell you, you know, here's who's reporting it. I came across it as I was scrolling through when all this stuff was breaking at the time. Mm-hmm. 
So I don't remember where that came from. I want to say it came from Twitter, and I want to say it came from that guy from Forbes, mm-hmm. uh, Paul Tossi. But uh, I am not sure. But I'll so. still say, if that if that is true, I, I would love the definition of what the right people uh, means. The ones that cost right. the, the ones that cost the least to keep on, or something else entirely. Uh, the The problem with that is, uh, I think that's supposed to be a. In an odd way, I think it was supposed to be a morale booster. In other words, you kept your, you know, you still work here because you're you're the right person for the job type of thing. Mm-hmm. To sort of make those who had stayed to be like, oh, okay, they're done. I'm safe. You know, good. They they kept me on. Like I th- I I think it was something that never was supposed to get out there, but it got out there. Yeah. Um, and that's honestly, if you're in, if you're in business at all, if you're in some kind of company that's, that's whatever provides a service to the public like that or whatever, you need to know that everything internal that you send out has a possibility to get out into the mainstream real world, whatever it has the possibility to get out of that bubble that you are sending it within uh, this, uh, this one, I'd say ex- expect it to. So you easily write, should. Write, so write it accordingly. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Write it. And think about, is this okay if this gets out? You know? Mm-hmm. When you send that out, or when you're about to send it out, just understand that, okay, if this ever gets out into the mainstream or just starts to get circulated, am I going to be okay with what I'm saying here? That's it. That's all you got to do. Mm-hmm. If there's not, if you have a little bit of a doubt, fix it. Mm-hmm. Don't do it. So, yeah. Anyway, I feel bad about that. I... I I don't think this has put Bungie in any sort of situation where things are bad for them. It has delayed things. I don't know what the quality of the content is going to be for those who are playing, still playing Destiny. Mm-hmm. Um, another thing that I had read, and again, I have nothing in front of me to go off of to tell you where it came from or verbatim, word for word, what was said. But apparently they brought some testers in for that marathon game, and it wasn't stacking up to the way they wanted it to be, which is why they're delaying it. Uh, also, the fact that Final Shape is getting delayed as well. Mm. So, it's not looking good for them for a lot of things. This IP that they've been working on, brand new IP they've been working on and teased, Marathon, may not be up to snuff for them. Shades, and, of, shades of Anthem? Uh, I don't know about Shades of Anthem. I will say that extraction shooters are not having the best of times right now. Mm-hmm. Um. They were booming a few years back, mainly because people were at home during a pandemic and had time to play these games and could play with their friends online and communicate. And so that's what people were doing. The industry looked at that and said, look at this. We need to move in this direction. Look how well it's doing. Well, by the time you get around to doing that, the fad has passed. Yeah. Especially a fad that was born out of a pandemic that passed. Yeah. You know? And people can't wait to get back out there. Exactly. Their daily lives. So, yeah. Plus, uh, at the same time, you've got a lot. I mean, this year alone has been some fantastic releases of games with Baldur's Gate 3, Street Fighter 6, Mortal Kombat 1, Diablo 4. Starfield, the, the the Phantom Liberty stuff from Cyberpunk, which basically 
made it a brand new game almost, considering all the updates and things they did for it uh, that have that have just gone a yeah, long like way I to remember, fix that uh, game. I remember the same talking with uh, Lizzie again. She makes she makes her appearance uh, mm-hmm. again. So despite everything that you dealt with uh, in the original game, she's still around doing her thing. Yeah, despite her. I don't want to go spoil her issues. I know. I'll put it that way. Her issues. Yeah. Um, she's still up and doing her thing. Thanks for keeping the spoiler stuff low for me because mm-hmm. I'm very early into the game. Yeah. Extremely early into the game. Uh, but yeah, in all that time, uh, you know, another Assassin's Creed, uh, Spider-Man 2, Super Mario Wonder. There has yeah, been... Lies of P. Yeah. There, Lies of P is another one. There have been studios making games since then that are filling that void and easily keeping people away from from that type of game, extraction shooter type stuff, mm-hmm. which is what they were trying to do. So, and Sony had a real big push on it originally, but that's I don't necessarily know that they're looking to kind of keep going in that direction, mm-hmm. especially with what they heard about Marathon and how it's not players of uh People who play extraction shooters for like their life, their livelihood, livelihood that sort of thing, mm-hmm. were invited to play that, and their response was, "You're not there yet. Yeah, you ain't ready." Yeah. So, yep, got to go back to the drawing board for that, and that always means more money. Yep, more time and development. Yep. That it does. So we'll see how that all shakes out for them. I'm not gleeful over this. It, people lost their jobs. I'm never gleeful over that, especially in the video game industry. Uh, that seriously needs a union. Um, but I, I, I don't wish anything bad, not only for the people that work there, but just for the company itself. I'm fine. I, I hope that that ship does get righted. I hope things get fixed. Um, I kind of hope Pete Parsons resigns. <laughs> And just says, you know what, you or need to, you, touch. yeah, you need to back away from 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 that, and just kind of that, or the next thing, the next statement you make, better be spot on with what you say. Let, you let some uh, let some uh, let some other eyes uh, go over it before you. Yeah, or just don't say thing. anything at all. Yeah, or or like uh, the immortal words of Herm Edwards: "Don't hit send." Yeah, yeah, just don't make it private. Just send it to yourself so that you can feel good that you got it off your chest i guess whatever and still assume it might get out and then assume yeah exactly because <laughs> you're doing it on twitter it's uh, i don't know hey we're gonna take a break here when we come back we'll have more of in-game chat to discuss we got music from a game that also came out back in october called cocoon made by i believe one of the guys who worked with the limbo inside guys okay yeah Play Dead, I think. I can't remember what their name was. Play Dead Entertainment or something. Anyway, uh, this is music from Cocoon. We'll be back with more of in-game chat right after this.
welcome back to in-game chat music here from a game called silent hope and welcome back to the show go to the phones we haven't talked to him in a while Alexa gambler hey man hey how well, are you Yeah. I'm, yeah, I'm getting a lot of echo, which is, you know, we're just off my phone. But anyway. How, how about now? RJ played yeah. the quarry a little bit. Hmm? The quarry. He played the, he played the quarry. Oh, okay. Okay. There's a. I'm, 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 I forgot I haven't started it, but I know, I know what it was about. I know, remember what it was about, though, yeah. I need, I need to start that and finish what I did with. Uh, until dawn and all the other uh, dark anthology things, but yeah, that yeah, and road well, that and road it, zero. It's exactly. got 187 different endings. Jesus, <laughs> 187 endings. That's what it says. But because I played it through one time without without looking anything up, and then I want to find all these cards, and and so I wanted to know where all the cards were, and then what the cards mean. <laughs> Is this, does this have the uh, the butterfly effect like uh, it did in Until Dawn? That just the decisions you make based on the decision uh, this happens and you can't. Oh go yes, back? yes, yeah. yes, okay. absolutely. Yeah. And and you know what it doesn't have that I don't like, mm-hmm. but but I understand the concept behind it. Uh, after you finish the whole thing, it has what's called death rewind. Mm-hmm. So then the next time you play it, you know, because you want to. You know, when you when you went, you did this, when you should have done that, you know, when you play back through, you do that, right, without giving anything away, whatever it is. Right. And um, anyway, if you still, if your character dies, if a character dies, because you jump from one character to another, uh, a point of view, and, and, and make decisions based on all the characters, one at a time, and... Uh, when you go back through, you only get three lives. That's it. And so when you use up one of your lives, and of course now I'm on the, the final chapter and I've used up all my lives and I can't make a mistake now. And, you know, and this is not my first run through. And yeah. so so I've used up all my lives and I'm trying to, you know, finish the game off, which is supposed to be the best possible ending. And then last night, I, I lost two of my characters, and I don't have a life to bring them back. Mm. So, and so now I got to start, uh, you know, all the way over again. And and anyway, so that's pretty much what my weekend's going to be. Yeah. <laughs> well, I, I'd love to hear it. Well, look, I, I've uh, well now now that you talk about it, yeah, I've got to add that to uh, to uh, 
my, my gaming mm-hmm. because it, it's still sitting there. It's just just a matter of you putting it in there, installing it, and starting it. So yeah, man, you haven't played it yet. No, no, yeah, but I've been hearing hearing enough about it. It's but yeah, I know it's about survival, survival in the woods, and dealing with a family. But yeah, I've got to I've got to start on that because I've been playing all these other things and, and whatnot. But yeah, I've got I've got that in Road Zero. I've got a. Uh, no, don't play Road Zero. No, road I'm sorry, that's fine. Mile ninety six. I'm sorry, road mile ninety six. You, yeah. you told us that. Yeah, you said one of them was a uh, horrible. Yeah, there, there you go. Horrible. It's, Trash. It's a skate. It's a skating game. It's a skating game, <laughs> and they do a little story in between the skates. So bad. Like. So, yeah, so don't play that one. Play the other one. I don't. I don't care for that one. Okay. But Road ninety six. Yeah. I was playing that for a while, and one day, and, and see, because I don't have an Xbox, so I don't have a way to charge the controller. But I oh. saw that the, the sub controllers you can put a battery in. I don't know, and so I haven't, I haven't gotten that yet. But when I when I finally burn up this quarry, I still hadn't got the devil in me yet. I'm going to, but mm-hmm. um, I'm, I'm gonna you know play this quarry some more, and until I just get sick of it. But uh, um, I, I want to get an Xbox controller and then let y'all know uh, how it works. On because you said I got to have a real good you know streaming thing uh, where I can play uh, Starfield on my t- on my smart television oh. w- with just having the controller yeah and yeah. and and I'll let y'all know how that works when I get around to it but I just got to pick up a controller and and I w- I, ha- I hadn't found a controller yet so well, I'm looking forward to hearing uh, your thoughts on that I really am. Okay, well, anyway, that's the update on what I've been doing, and I will talk to y'all later. I'll All right, man. Weekend. Take Bye care. Kid. Thanks, now. Bye-bye. Have a good one. Yeah, I think that's I've got, um, oh, God, a couple of the Dark Pictures Anthology things showed up in the Humble Bundle for October. Pull back. Uh, the Quarry was one of them, Man of Medan, and one other one. Uh, Little Hope. Little Hope. That yeah. was the other one. Mm-hmm. Those three for PC. Yeah, for PC. The Humble Bundle for, for Steam, yeah. It was like a, I don't know the Dark Pictures Anthology, but uh, what was it? Uh, Until Dawn, Man of Medan, Little Hope, mm-hmm. House of Ashes, The Devil and Me, The Quarry. I know some of them ain't in the, officially in the Dark Pictures Anthology, but to me it's close enough. Same, same, uh, Format, so yeah, yeah. for me, yeah, uh, I, I was just I just threw them all in there in the same uh, same batch. But yeah, that was something that uh, Biloxi was talking about that uh, I haven't heard in a long in a while. Lives left. It was the last time we played a game where you had lives left. Um, boy, probably a pinball game because <laughs> those balls count as lives, lives right? Yeah, yeah, lives so, like yeah. that, yeah. It's been a minute since I heard that term before in gaming, yeah. So, like, when he said, uh, no lives left, I'm like, in my mind, I'm going, oh, no pressure. <laughs> this is your last shot, so. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And I and you know what? I, like I said, I still haven't played those. Um, mm. So, I don't know. I'm, I'm working on, and I know I shouldn't do this, but I'm gaming while we're doing the show. Um, I'm, I'm talking with another player of Monopoly right now, and uh, we're working on a trade. <laughs> Oh, sticker trading going on right now. We got some deals going. We do. Um, I need one sticker to complete a set. So the sticker I need is a gold foil sticker. Mm-hmm. Those are rare. 
Those are not tradable except for when a window of opportunity comes up and they allow trading of gold foil stickers. Mm -hmm. That window is currently in play for the next... Let me see. Um, Minutes? uh, 14 hours. Oh, Oh, you got time. Which I know you're thinking you got time, but it's really hard to... It's hard to find these. So apparently we've 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 agreed upon a trade, mm-hmm. um, and and now they are talking. Uh, I just added you. I see that you have. So yeah, I'm I'm actually working on a trade while I should be doing it. <laughs> um, yeah, it's just one of those things where I couldn't. Okay, I see. Uh, I just my whole thing is like I think they're supposed to go first. As far as trading, I need to check. I need to do a rep check on this person. Uh, I know, right? <laughs> it's like eBay. It really it, is. It's like eBay, dude. You don't. You've no idea. It totally oh, no, is. I got an idea. I went, uh, yeah, I got an idea of uh, some uh, the shenanigans that went on at eBay uh-huh. in, in its early years. Yeah, I remember that. And now I got to find this person. Rep um, check. Verification check. Yeah. Yeah, that's what I'm. That's do what you, I'm doing. Do you ha- do you actually have the item that you're proclaimed to be selling? That type yep. of thing. Yeah. Ooh, they have a lower rep, so they need to, they need to send first. Uh oh. Yep. Bad rep or just low rep? It's just low. They've got 16, but I have 51. So the person with the lower rep trades first mm-hmm. because I'm trusted. Yeah. That I will send mine. So yeah. Um. Yeah, you send first. Yeah, look, your th- your rep is three times. Are you? Are you? Or can you see the conversation? I see, here? I see the monopoly logo on the uh, this uh, alternate screen here. Yeah, 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 yeah. I just sent a message and said you got to send yeah. first because your rep's lowered. I you. Uh-uh. Well, is it not uh, just added? You know, send first. Done. To that, to that, what? What? Yeah. Uh, yeah. Very interested in what you've got. No. No thanks. No thanks. Wow. Uh, well, I'm a, a trusted trader on. Just say okay and go. But I will not be. I will not be doing that. Yeah. Also, I got a notification that they checked my. They checked my rep. Somebody checked my rep. I'm gonna guess that it's this person. Mm-hmm. Um. But oh well. Yep. <clears throat> anyway, if that if that changes, <laughs> I'll see if that changes. Doubt I'll it. keep an eye on my. I, I I I highly doubt it as well. I doubt it. Um. And this, now that uh, this trader wants the goods first. Not I just your, can't. I can't do that. Not, not, I'm not, not going to do rep. that. Not with your low rep, no. And they're trading uh, five star stickers uh, for three. I'm giving. I'm giving them three five stars for one. The good one, gold star yeah. thing, gold foil, whatever. Yeah, and they and want it first. They want it first. And I'm not doing no. that. I'm not doing it. <laughs> That's a, it's, I really need the card because it'll complete a set and I'll get... But not you know, that much. But and, I, you, and you got 14 hours. Yeah. Yeah. No, I'm not doing it. Not trusting it. Drug so. deal. <laughs> it's almost like, almost like one of them drug deals in GTA. I mean, the rules still apply. I know, yeah, but still. And I just can't... I can't do it. Yeah. So... Yeah, I'll uh, blame you. Oh, well. Anyway, welcome back to the show, everybody. <laughs> 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 While we were doing our on, oh, we got they're typing, they're typing. Uh oh, we're gonna see. I don't know. It just says that they're typing. 
It's like those three dots on a, on a text message. You're like, yeah. oh, they're saying something. What are they going to say? We'll try and keep you, uh, we'll try and keep you, uh, you know. Keep you updated. Updated on how this is going to play out. If it's going to play out in the next 10 minutes, yeah. we'll see. Uh, it does kind of feel like the end of an uh, eBay uh, auction where you're like, yeah. oh, still a no. Still a no. Yep. Okay. Sorry about that. That's it. Yep. <clears throat> felt, felt like a scam. I mean, there's a reason that my name is is a different color in that Discord because I have done the trades. Yeah. And my rep, you have to give rep by the way. You don't just get you don't just get rep from trading in the game. People you trade with have to go into a different channel, rep you there with proof, screenshot proof that it was done, and that has been done for me 51 times. So so I'm not out to scam anybody. Yeah. I'm totally not out to scam anybody, but I ain't falling for that one. Yeah. I mean, it's very likely they have it, I, I, I suppose. Um, they posted a screenshot that showed they did, but that's not always trustworthy. Yeah. I, can, I can Google that same thing and... and Do you actually have the item that, you, that you're uh, yeah. trading? I yeah. can totally yeah. show you a screenshot yeah. of somebody who has it, but it may not be me. Yeah. And then get all the stuff, and then whatever ruin. Yeah, ruin it's, the, it's, the, it's, the, uh, it's the eBay thing again. Yeah, yeah. So, yeah. so you got to be careful with that. I mean, there's, there's, there's Monopoly Go is cutthroat. <laughs> that needs to be a soundbite. It's really not, but man, you could, you just. Uh, all right, I get it though. I, for somebody, for somebody on the other end. Like, if they had come to me and said, you know, well, actually, you know what? If they had come and they're like 70 rep or something higher than I am, or mm-hmm. even on par, or even close, 51, 49, something like that, you know? Right. I'm like, ah, that's good enough. That's close enough. 16? No. Yeah. Like I said, you're three times higher than, higher than that. Yeah. Higher than that. Uh, you, uh, yeah. You, you, go, you, you go first. Mm-hmm. You, you go first. So, yeah. Anyway. This portion of Monopoly sticker trading has been brought to you by... I hate their sticker trading thing. Ugh. I am so close to finishing a full album now. I am ten cards away. Yeah, but but uh, at least uh, you're not letting that desire... Nine. To, I'm sorry. Nine cards away. Yeah, but at least you're not letting your desire to fill that card up make you uh, jump the gun and go into a bad decision. No, it's like you said. I got 14 hours. Yeah. I'll see if I can find somebody else. Yeah. So Hopefully with a better rep. Yeah, that's true. Yeah, mm-hmm. or just somebody I know that I trust and that we can do the we can do the trade. So right. Um. <laughs> Let's jump in while we've got like seven minutes left and talk about BlizzCon, mm-hmm. uh, which took place yesterday. Um, it was the first time they had done an in-person BlizzCon in four years. Uh, it's going on in Anaheim. In fact, it's still going on today. The biggest news-making event took place yesterday when BlizzCon's opening ceremony promised exciting announcements, uh, and they revealed new heroes for Overwatch 2. They revealed the first expansion for Diablo 4, and they showed off three expansions for World of Warcraft and Cataclysm for World of Warcraft Classic. So, yeah. Hmm. Vessel of Hatred is the first expansion for Diablo 4. 
um, World of Warcraft Classic got an announced trailer. That's coming in 2004, a new way to play hor- uh, hardcore mode. The bigger addition for WoW Classic will be an updated version of the Cataclysm expansion that originally launched in 2010. Um, World of Warcraft's next expansion. An ambitious plan to chart the next two decades of World of Warcraft, which will start with the World Soul Saga. That's not just one expansion, that is three. The War Within... Midnight and The Last Titan are the three expansions for that. Uh, let's see. Hearthstone got some stuff. Warcraft Rumble, which I don't even know what that is, but uh, some stuff was announced for that as well. So that's what you got out of BlizzCon. That's probably really big news for people who are still doing that. But I guess now that's all Microsoft hmm. since Microsoft owns them. Yeah. So it doesn't matter what it is. It's going to show up on Game Pass next year, uh, is what we figure is the case. I believe they said that that would be the case. So, yeah. Uh, let's see. Warcraft Rumble is a mobile action strategy game. That doesn't sound fun at all. Hmm. Does not sound fun at all. So, yeah, it's just something to play on your phone. So, yeah. Yeah. Well, um, I don't know. That's about it. We pretty much covered it all. Hmm. There's a few little things in here. You know, Starfield getting the NVIDIA DLSS support on PC. Will that bring me back to it? No. I'll eventually get back to it, but that's not going to bring me back to it. When I wrap up Cyberpunk, that'll bring me back to it. (laughs) More than likely. Uh, That'll be the case. So, yeah. Um, not only anything else, so uh, let's see. David Hayter returned to voice Solid Snake in a new teaser for Metal Gear, Metal Gear Solid. Um, but that was all that we had, so that's going to wrap it up. Anything you're looking forward to next week? Anything you're going to be doing, playing? Well, uh, Jump into like the said, quarry, maybe? Probably, yeah, probably jump into the quarry. Uh, but I'm still going to work on uh, Street Fighter VI um, and Virtual Fighter Five. Still got the... Uh, Akai leagues to go through uh, yeah. on Sunday, uh, but yeah, uh, probably going to get those two in and see if I can um, get the timing down on that super, or just write it off completely and just stick with what I got. Yeah, see if I can go from there. Um, AC Wraith says Starfield seems to have disappointed everyone I know who was initially excited. Uh, agreed. Yeah, I think it did that to a lot of people. I don't necessarily feel too bad about it because I really haven't played a lot of it. Yeah. Was it, was it too much hype? Didn't live up to too, uh, the amount of Probably, hype. Probably, you know, maybe. Starfield was talked about really, really good before it came out, man. Yeah, but Starfield was talked about more, more than likely by people who play Bethesda, uh, Bethesda games. Mm-hmm. Um, is it Bethesda? Yeah. Yeah. Oh, I was getting Bioware mixed in with that, but that's Mass Effect. Um, it was talked about who, by people who play Fallout, by people who played uh, Elder Scrolls. They were like, okay, you did for, you know, you did for medieval fantasy, you know, for Elder Scrolls, that medieval fantasy genre. For Fallout, you did the post-apocalyptic genre, mm-hmm. and now you're going to go to space. So 
you got a good pedigree leading up to that. And if you can do for space what you did for medieval fantasy and post-apocalyptic story, should be good. Mm-hmm. I, I, I can't come from that experience because I am not a Fallout or Elder Scrolls player. Mm-hmm. But I think those who got into that fired up Starfield and said, this is not what I was expecting. This is not this is not that, you know. Mm. But I don't know, because I didn't play him. And we have to go. That's going to do it for us. We are done. I want to thank everybody. Sorry about the technical problems at the beginning of the show. I don't know how that's going to work out on the video and how we get that done, but we'll figure, I'll figure out. out a way to make it work. Um, here is music from Bilkin's Folly. Uh, the Hunter and the Hound, I think is the name of this track. You guys have a fantastic week, and we will see you next Saturday. <laughs>